0: fellowship of faith we're here today because God got a handle on this guy right here and he chose to and he chose to answer the call listen to what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 10 it says that Jesus called his 12 disciples And he gave them authority to drive out evil spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. And he sent them out with the following instructions. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. Whatever town or village you enter, search for some worthy person there and stay at that person's house until you leave. And as you enter the home, give it your greeting. And if it's deserving, let your peace rest on it. And if it is not, your peace will return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that town. Truly I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for those people. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Be as shrewd as a snake, as innocent as a dove. Be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and be flogged in the synagogues. On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. For at that time, you will be given what to say. For it will be not you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death, and everyone will hate you because of me. But those who stand firm to the end will be saved. A student is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a student to be like his teacher, and a servant like his master. If they call Jesus Beelzebub... How much more you? So do not be afraid of them. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roofs. Do not be afraid of those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Jason, are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet none of them will fall to the ground outside of your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are numbered. So don't be afraid. You're worth far more than sparrows. Whoever publicly acknowledges me, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven, but whoever publicly disowns me, I will disown before my Father in heaven. Guys, I want you to watch something today. Hit the lights, please, and uh, take a look.
1: flame of Arnor! The dark fire
2: will not avail you!
1: Flame of Uldun!
0: Jason Today that becomes you. <laughs> Brother, today today you're here. And you become a pastor. Not a half pastor, not a three-quarters pastor. Not just a youth pastor. A pastor. It doesn't matter that your title is SMP. It does not matter that you have two years of seminary left. It does not matter if you feel young or if you feel inexperienced. Your call is full and this congregation here has called you. They have called you to exercise spiritual authority and to confront sin and to proclaim forgiveness, and to lead people into discipleship. Today you become a minister of word and sacrament, a guardian of the mysteries, a herald of the kingdom, a servant of the secret fire, a wielder of the flame of Anor. Because our God is a consuming fire. You know, you are about to to step into this call and discover what this means. You've been entrusted to lead the young men and young women of this congregation and to look after their spiritual care. You can spend your life running a ministry, running it and dealing with all the urgent details and all the organizational affairs and everything that goes with it and be completely impotent, your entire life or you can proclaim the message of Jesus boldly and you will see God change lives and miracles happen and his spirit do things through you that will knock you on your butt and you'll discover what it means Jason that God has called you and that God has chosen you and that God has vested his authority in you as a servant that secret fire and and, and I gotta tell you as you work on his behalf you're gonna find out the road is hard a lot of people really like Gandalf but have you ever noticed how very few actually understand him you know people are gonna be far more impressed with your fireworks than with the deeper things that you've been called to and, you know, you're going to find that, that people are going to reject the teaching of your wisdom or, or passively push it aside. But then when crisis strikes, expect you to come in and save them with a magic word or a spell. People are a lot like hobbits, okay? They tend to be far more interested with pints and pumpkins and some good long-bottom leaf than with the deeper mysteries of God. And Jason, you're called to shepherd them. And people are going to tell you that it's a lot like shepherding sheep. Okay, dude, you're at Fellowship of Faith. It's like shepherding cats. (laughs) All right? But remember... You are a servant of the secret fire and you will harness unbelievable power from God and people will look at you and think of you as just some strange guy who wears robes and, well, maybe not in this church, but who wears robes and, and, and maybe a funny hat. They'll misunderstand you. They'll be confused by you. Quests are things that, that most people don't understand, and the purposes to which you are called will often be lost because they go beyond the urgence of the moment. People will call you a friend, but never feel quite comfortable around you, and always be a little glad when you keep a respectable distance away. You may have people all around you, You'll experience what it means to stand and walk alone. But brother, when you do, remember you are a servant of the secret fire. And our God is a consuming fire. And brother, he has called you. Everything that people say they hate about church in one breath, they will do to you in the next. Jesus promises this. They will insult you, persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil things about you because of him. And do you know what Jesus says? Rejoice. Be glad because you are a servant of the secret fire and a wielder of the flame of Anor. There's people here that are hurting, that are struggling, and that are searching. They'll come to you. They'll confess their sins to you. They'll come looking for answers and come looking for hope. And then sometimes what they have tried to keep in the darkness will come into the light because that's just how it is with Jesus. There's no getting around that. He has a way of revealing things and they'll disappear. And they'll say it's for reasons like the music is too loud or they disagree with the direction that you've taken or they just don't feel connected anymore. And you'll know the layers of of psychological baggage, you'll know the layers of emotional struggle underneath that really generates it, and you'll say nothing because you've taken a vow to protect their character and protect their reputation, and you'll risk and sacrifice your own instead. And you will feel the weight of that as people silently judge you, not knowing the reasons behind it. And when you feel that weight, brother, remember that God has chosen you and that you are a servant of the secret fire. people are going to face the belrogs and orcs and goblins of their sin in this fallen world. And the question, Jason, this morning is this. Will you go down into the mines with them? Will you go down into the darkness with them and stand there with them before their belrogs? Because, brother, that's what this job is about. You know, in planning this, you, you, you told me that you didn't uh, want to do the ulb, you didn't want to do the stole, and God bless you for that, man. Thank you for not making me dress up, all right? <laughs> I got two other symbols for you instead. Micah says this. Shepherd the flock with your staff. So here it is, brother. Lead these people. Guide these people, nurture these people, protect these people. Seek for them when they go astray. Pull them in as they drift. Fend off the wolves and look to your great shepherd. Look to that that, that good shepherd, the one who leads you. And may his rod and his staff comfort and guide you. Now Paul writes this in Ephesians take up the sword of the spirit it's so much cooler than a a stole isn't it you know you're being called to student ministry you're going to be tempted to use that (laughs) brother may I just encourage you use the word of God instead (laughs) and not just for legality reasons either alright right. (laughs) But use the word of God instead, because I tell you, it is infinitely more sharp than that weapon you hold in your hand. It is far more able to penetrate to bone and marrow and soul. It is the tool that God gave you, and God will work through it. Train with it. Master it. Become one with it and make it an extension of who you are and stand in wonder and awe at the God who comes through you. Jason, today you become a pastor, a minister of word and sacrament, a guardian of the mysteries, a herald of the kingdom, a servant of the secret fire and a wielder of the flame of Anor. Jason, welcome to the brotherhood. Let's give him a hand. (laughs) Guys, we've got friends here. We've got family here. We've got pastors here today. And in a moment, Jason is going to come forward. He's going to take a vow to follow the God who called him no matter what the cost. He will take an oath to honor him and serve him as he serves you. We're going to lay our hands on him. We're going to pray over him. And before your eyes, you will see Jason come to be that servant of the secret fire before your eyes. So family, friends, pastors, those of you who are coming forward, I'd like to invite you forward at this time. And... Let's have the music, please. Well, that was half-baked. That's good, Mark. That was so lame, wasn't it? (laughs) We had to do it. Jason, Jesus says this. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I will be with you always until the very end of the age.
2: Here we are. Jason, from John chapter 20. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven.
3: And from John 21. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. feed my sheep
4: from John 15 you did not choose me but i chose you to go and bear fruit fruit that will last then the father will give you whatever you ask in my name it's
3: a to me from 2 Corinthians 5. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them
1: More words from our Lord John chapter 15 remain in me and I will remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself it must remain in the vine neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me I am the vine you are the branches If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you're not going to do much of anything. Loose translation.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And from Ephesians 4, It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for the work of service so that the body of Christ may be built up.
0: Jason, would you please rise? God has called you. God has known your path before you were even born. God has chosen you and filled you and authorized you. And here in the presence of him and of his people, I now ask you, do you believe the canonical books of the Old and New Testaments to be the inspired word of God and the only infallible rule of faith and practice? I do. Do you accept the three ecumenical creeds, the apostles Nicene and Athanasian, as faithful testimonies to the truth of the holy scriptures, and do you reject the errors that they condemn? I do. Do you believe that the unaltered Augsburg Confession is a true exposition of the word of God, an exhibition of the doctrine of the Lutheran Church, and that the Apology and Catechisms, the small card articles and treatise, the formula of Concord, as they are contained in the book of Concord, are also in agreement with the scriptural faith? I do. Do you promise that you will perform the duties of your office in accordance with God's word? and that all your teaching and your administration of the sacraments will be in conformity with it? I will. Will you faithfully instruct both young and old in the message of Jesus and the chief articles of the faith? Will you forgive the sins of those who repent, and will you promise never to divulge the sins confessed to you? Will you minister faithfully to the sick and the dying, and will you demonstrate to the church a constant and ready ministry? Calling the people to live with confidence in Christ and in holy living. I will. Finally, Jason, will you live and conduct yourself in this ministry in a way that is above reproach with holiness and pleasing to God?
5: I will.
0: If you'd like to step forward, please. Jason, brother, I ordain and consecrate you into the office of the ministry and the one holy Christian and apostolic church in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's give him a hand, all right? Turn around. guys, you can have a seat. Jason, you've got family, pastors, friends that want to pray over you, that have a word of the Lord from you and want to say all kinds of really cool and good things about you right now, all right? This is a letter I'd like to read from a pastor who couldn't be here today. Dear Jason, when I received word from you that you were being ordained into ministry, I was totally pumped for you and for the kingdom of God. Since then, I have been, uh, you have been in my thoughts and prayers. I was humbled that you would invite me to your ordination. I can't imagine all the experiences you have had since those early days at FOF. Through them, all God has been nurturing and encouraging and mentoring and forming you into the man of God that you are today. If I were laying hands on you and giving you a blessing, it would be Philippians 4, Philippians 4, verses 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Jason, I pray that your years in ministry will be filled with a joy and peace that only comes from knowing Jesus and sharing Jesus. God bless. Pastor Rod Kinnair.
3: When Jason was born he was born in New York and his the pastor of our church then was the Reverend Dr. James Zorneman and Jimmy Zorneman was also Jason's godfather. And so he has sent the following letter on this spe- very special day. Dear Jason, what a special day for you, your parents, your family and friends and especially for all the saints at the Fellowship of Faith Lutheran Church in McHenry, Illinois. Unfortunately, Bonnie and I are not able to be with you all in person on this happy occasion. But as your godparents, and I as the one who officiated at your baptism, your first ordination into the ministry, we certainly are with you in spirit and we ask God's abundant blessings on you this day and all your days, of ministry at Fellowship of Faith and beyond. If I were there today, I would place my hands over your head and say these words.
4: From St. Paul in 1 Corinthians, Be a guide for your ministry, for I have determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified.
3: We are pleased to see when you were accepted into the specific ministry program and delighted when you received your first call to fellowship of faith. May the Holy Spirit continue to guide you as you complete your coursework over the next two years. In the afterglow of Pentecost, Jim and Bonnie Zwerneman. When Jason was baptized, Jason's dad was the youth pastor at um, Village Lutheran Church in Bronxville, New York. So part of the people who came forward during his baptism were all the youth group members of the church So it's fitting that now you're back as a youth pastor if you will here But one of the things we were given by one of those families at his baptism was this little thing that says Jason and his name means the healing one and the um, Bible passage on it is from Isaiah 61. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings, to bind up the brokenhearted. And I think you have exemplified that in our lives, in the lives of the people you work with.
2: Jason, I bring you greetings from uh, one of your sister congregations a little down the road in the tiny podunk town of Union, Illinois. Uh, glad to be here with you. And as you already know, t- things change. Days come and days go, and-, and things change. And I've noticed that even more now when I got ordained with an alb and a stole, and I got cross stitches and quilts, and you get swords and staffs. So I'm like... <laughs> man, I need a Godini at my ordination. <laughs> and things are going to keep changing. Just because you got the name pastor now doesn't mean that life's going to get easier. In fact, as Dave said in his sermon, it's probably going to get tougher. You're going to have great days where you're going to reach kids. You're going to reach you, your members, and they're going to hear it, and they're going to see it. Their eyes are going to light up. And then you're gonna preach that sermon and they're all scratching their heads and you're looking at the hamster wheels running around. And you're gonna have those really high mountaintop moments and those really low valley moments. But through all of that, as the years and days go by, as youth leave and go off to high school and college, as new youth come in, one thing remains the same. And I wanted to remind you, my favorite Bible verse From the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So no matter what happens, no matter how high you get, no matter how low you get, you have the awesome privilege of shepherding his flock, of proclaiming that loving gospel message of Jesus Christ, yesterday, today, and for all eternity. God's blessings, man. Hey, good brother. I want to thank you, first of
1: all, for leaving that sword in the sheath. (laughs) Um, I don't run as fast as I used to. (laughs) Um, God had some special words to say to his prophet Isaiah. And to him, in order that they go through him to a hurting people. And uh, I am using his words today as kind of... Comfort, pointer, challenge, promise, uh, also for you. Beautiful passage, Isaiah 54. Though the mountains depart and the hills be removed, yet my steadfast love will not be removed from you, neither shall my covenant of peace depart. Thus says Yahweh, who has compassion on you same time you bring into your ministry here just out of your own background a whole different part of the world and reminds us that what's happening here with the staff and the sword and everything else um, that is not only a lot of people here (laughs) Uh, not only the folks who are here however uh, for whom this is important. What do you figure the singing is up in heaven among the angels? And your ordination is of import actually for the whole church of God around the world. As a reminder, the same words as your brothers and sisters and all Chinese-speaking angels in China would hear it. Da kai no kai kai Chen yi dan what it's I ping ni ye
0: Jason There's one more person who couldn't be here today that, that has a word for you It's a student that you've built into and that you've impacted probably more than you even know. Take a look.
6: Hey, Jason. It's incredible that today is your ordination. I'm so bummed I can't be there to celebrate, but I still wanted to congratulate you. You've been a part of FUSE, or should I say, the core, since day one. You always did everything you could to help. You stayed in the background and were essentially the backbone of the ministry never wanting or needing appreciation, yet spending countless of hours to keep our group going and to make it known. That shows a lot about your character. You have an amazing servant heart and are so humble. Though saying goodbye to the Denons was tough, I really think it opened doors for you. You stepped up and really blessed this ministry. You showed kids that they mattered and always listened, even when I'm sure you didn't want to. Personally, getting to know you has been so much fun. You always laugh at my stupid jokes. You always have my back when I forget something and know how to put a smile on my face when I need it. I admire that kids respect you as an adult and see you as a leader but consider you a friend. That's really hard to do. So I guess the moral of this is thank you. Thank you for being you and congratulations on your ordination. I'm so happy for you. I'll see you next week.
0: Pastors, family, if you'd like to come forward one more time, let's lay our hands on Jason. I'd like to invite you to rise, and let's pray together. God in heaven, great shepherd, consuming fire, you have called Jason as one of your own. You have saved him. You have sanctified him, and by the blood of your son have called him righteous in your sight. God, you've called him. You've infused him with your spirit to go forward. To go forward as a herald of your kingdom. And God, we pray that you bless this man. Bless him so hard that he doesn't know what hit him. Fill him, God, with insight and wisdom, with strength and compassion, with goodness and faith and hope, and above all things, with love. Anoint his ministry. May his words be your words, O God. Touch the lives of students and of parents here in this church, in this county, and through this man, may it echo throughout the world. When he is weak, let him know, O God, that you are strong. And when he is strong, O God, let him know that that strength comes from you. When he is broken, may he remember his name and know that you are the great physician, the healer and may he always know that you love him more than he can possibly imagine, so much that you died for his sins. God, help Jason to tap that, to speak from that, and to be your ambassador to us and those around. This we pray and pray as you once taught your disciples. Our Father, FOF, one more time, I'm going to invite you. Let's give it up to Jason and the God who has called him into ministry.
5: Thank you everybody for being here. Uh, Please be seated. (coughs) It is my pleasure as my first official act to lead communion here at Fellowship of Faith. On the night he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. Having given thanks, he broke it. He gave it to his disciples and said, take and eat. After they had eaten, he took the cup. He gave thanks and gave it to his disciples saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. Do this in remembrance of me. Welcome to the table of our Lord.